Fuck Welcome to episode 11 of Box Cutters on a day when it's proud, when it's proud, when we sh- should all be proud to be Australian, because the suckeries have made it into the World Cup. Hello, Ross McQueen. G'day. I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. And uh, hello, Brett Cropley. Evening, viewers. Uh, did, uh, did, did we watch the, uh, the, the soccer? Unfortunately, no. I was football. working on the decks, but uh, it, it didn't stop me knowing the result by all the tools driving down Ackland Street. Uh, Just uh, uh, hand uh, 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 pull on the horn. Uh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was in a pub in the city and uh, it, it wasn't packed, which I was quite surprised about, but... The, the atmosphere still just filled the whole pub. It was fantastic. People punching the air. It was wonderful. I, uh, I actually found out this morning through a lost dog. Through a lost dog? Came and woke you up and said, hey, Ross, No, we were. I've, we won. Yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've just I've, got back. <laughs> Man, am I drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I've been away all week uh, without a TV. And a, uh, a stray dog turned up on the holiday house porch this morning. And uh, the owner uh, said, oh, yeah, when all the fuss was happening with the soccer, it escaped because it was freaked. Right. So that's how I found out we'd won the soccer. Oh, well, you know, it's, I, I thought maybe the, the dog had a note tied to its leg. No. no. Go tell everyone. <laughs> Go tell everyone. We won. We won. So that was, that was pretty exciting. You're listening to Box Cutters. We talk, that's Skippy. That's not, that, a dog doesn't, does not sound like that. We talk all about television on Box Cutters, in case you've never listened to us before. This is episode 11, which means we've missed our 10th birthday show celebration. I think last week I just said hooray and that was it. That was it. But, but it's th- been a big week since then. But I think in the, uh, for, for the 20th episode, we'll do a 20 to 1 retrospective. I think that, that will work nicely. Australia's favourite uh, 20 box cutters episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, you know, go through them mm. 20 to 1. And if you want to vote on what Australia loves out of the box cutters episodes, <laughs> the top 20, send in your votes to hooray at boxcutters.net. I'll see, I'll see if we can get Bud Tingwell in for the 20th episode. I think we should be able to. That'd be great. A dollar per vote. <laughs> <laughs> People in WASANT can't enter. <laughs> Coming up later on in box cutters, we've got some news, as always. Talking about Joker Poker today, we've got letters to box cutters. Talking about some DVDs mm-hmm. for the first time. Brand mm-hmm. new segment talking about DVDs. Some Raywatch comes back. Crap TV. A uh, little bit of talk about stuff that's been on television this week. Box Cutters Quiz. That's all coming up later on in the show. So uh, let's kick it off and go to some news. It sounds like it's been a cut and paste job on somebody speaking from something else. Perhaps if you got Peter Hitchner saying all those words and ah ah oh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, Was I didn't, it a cut and paste or? Yeah, it's cut and paste. But it's a cut and paste of me. Ah, that doesn't sound like you. No, because I I slowed it down. It's the magic. It's the magic of the computer. That's the little plug-in that you use to make the ransom demands. Shh. 
<laughs> On Boxcutters News today, TV networks say digital recorders raise viewership. This is a this has been a big issue in the television world for a while. Uh, that uh, digital video recorders and personal video recorders, I don't know the difference except for the acronyms, mm. DVRs, PVRs, which mm-hmm. y- you'll hear us mention quite a bit on the show. Uh, at first, people were saying, well, it's going to stop people watching the ads and networks aren't going to like it and blah, 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 blah. Well, a recent survey has shown that it actually increases viewership of of programs and the networks are quite happy about it. They've got... Uh, They've actually got surveys that say that uh, people are watching shows on their PVRs mm-hmm. and fasting, like fast-forwarding through the ads, but then they see an ad that perks their interest. Peaks their interest? Perks their interest. Peaks. P- pikes their interest. They see an ad that pokes their interest and they uh, go back and, and watch the ad. And pay attention, pay more attention to the ad. This is this is both people in Australia with a PVR. No, this is uh, this is uh, in the US. All two of oh, them, yeah, all two of them. Yeah, this is this is based in the US where they actually have good, TiVo, TiVo. Yeah, they've mm. got TiVo and they've got uh, Warner Brothers have a, a great uh, DVR PVR uh, okay. concept and uh, and so yeah, they've uh, this is uh, from Reuters and also from the Financial Times in London. Uh, networks argued that recording devices were actually helping to build, not erode audiences for their programming and accompanying advertisements. But uh, as it happens in Australia, uh, none of those viewing figures would be counted towards exactly. the ratings. Exactly. Well, yes, and this is uh, this is a, a big part of the problem with the Australian ratings system. No, it's the most accurate in the world. Yeah, and still... Oh, that's what I read during the week. It's the most accurate in the world. I thought, how uh, how parochial and how Australian to say, yeah, we've got the best in the world, even though it's blatantly completely wrong. <laughs> yes. Come on, it is. It is. And and the new industrial relations system will be fairer and have more choice for workers. <laughs> Makes people smile, Brett. I smile. <laughs> Can't argue with that. I smile every day when but I think yeah, about I, that. But yeah, I, I thought that was... Uh, I thought that was quite interesting that, that is, uh, yeah. you know the networks are saying bring it on bring it on of course the networks could have funded that uh, survey to <laughs> uh, stop advertisers being scared of advertising with them but that would be me being cynical oh yes it would uh kath and kim kath and kim have been nominated for a british comedy award oh really this is, yes this is a big uh, big award in britain um and yeah british uh, they've been nominated for best international comedy uh, to give you an idea of uh, what they're up against. They're up against The Simpsons and Curb Your Enthusiasm. And previous winners of the award include Six Feet Under, Malcolm in the Middle, Seinfeld, Larry Sanders and Frasier. But as they're selling it, the British Comedy Awards, not necessarily just for the funny stuff now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Was... Was, Kath was, and Kim's not that funny. Oh, <laughs> Come on. I'm with you. I'm with oh, you. I'm with I you thought now. you were talking about new, new seasons of The Simpsons. <laughs> no. Well, oh, well, I was actually going to say, you know, do, do you think Kath and Kim stacks up with any of those shows, really? I think, that it's I think it with? does. I think Kath and Kim is, is funnier than both of those shows. I don't think it stacks up to previous oh, winners. previous winners, I was saying. No, yeah. no. I don't, I don't, you know, comparing it to Larry Sanders' show is, is you know, like comparing sandpaper to, to nice soft toilet paper. You can't, you can't compare <laughs> the two. And... Uh, I mean, I suppose it depends on what your use is. Anyway. Comparing John Howard to a uh, dual flush toilet. Yes, or, uh, or uh, you know, as someone I was having a 
dinner with yesterday said, uh, you know, comparing uh, John Howard's charisma to how sexy Bob Hawke is when he talks. This is what she said. She's kind of, I was watching Bob Hawke talk. Ooh, sexy. Oh, really? And okay. I went, well, you know, that's why he gets the ladies. Still today. Yeah, still today. Ooh. See, um, I don't mind, you know, I don't mind Kath and Kim personally, but I don't think time will treat it very well. I tend to think it dates uh, very quickly. I, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, it's last year's Kingswood Country. Mm, mm. I hate Kingswood Country. Kings- I wouldn't mind seeing that again, actually. <laughs> well, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't stand up. That's the big thing. You know, Kingswood Country at the time. Or the, the cheap, the, the Come remake. On, bloody wog. Uh, <laughs> the remake that they did. Bullpit in the yeah. 90s. Mm. <laughs> uh, just speaking, Gary Riley has a lot to answer speaking for. Speaking of Kath and Kim uh, here in Australia, Da Kath and Kim Code, uh, the big... TV telly movie that they've done is screening on Sunday, November twenty seventh. Is that the is Kath that, and Kim code, as in the Da Vinci Code? Supposedly, that's shit. Star spelt D A. Dark Kath and Kim code. Chaser News did it much better with their little book. Yeah, yeah. The uh, for anyone who hasn't seen the this year's Chaser Annual, uh, it's called the Chaser Annual, and then in huge letters. By Dan Brown. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Brett, you've got some news? We were talking last week about uh, Bert Newton, and uh, he's finishing up at Channel 10. Oh, is he? Yes. I think you were the one with the media release there, actually. And um, <laughs> we, uh, we, were, we were postulating what he might have been possibly going as, on to. As was everybody else. Channel I've read a million different versions. I think he's hosting just about every show on Channel 9 next year. He's really? A, I haven't heard that many different oh, really? versions. Oh, no. I've, I've, the really strong thing that I've heard is Family Feud. Really? Oh, yep. really? Because mm. yeah. I've heard that he's, uh, that he's just going to sit next to Ray Martin during Current Affair. <laughs> <laughs> Putting his fingers up behind <laughs> his head. <laughs> I, I heard a 20 to 1 style show, but about 50 years of television hosted by <laughs> Every week. Um, no, I didn't hear that one. But I, I don't. I heard it seems get, like a bit of a, a a throwaway if they're putting him in Family Feud. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's not really somewhere where his personality could come out particularly. I know. I, well, you know, I had also heard a rumor that they were going to bring back the Mike Walsh show, but call it the Mike Walsh show, hosted by Bert <laughs> Newton. <laughs> I think. Um, I think the the thing with that time slot is uh, Channel Nine are running scared. Deal or No Deal is eating into their ratings. Uh, not so much here in Victoria, where the Channel Nine News, <laughs> where, where people think a little bit. <laughs> well, Channel Nine News is actually still uh, on top, although Channel Seven's news has been cut considerably. But in Sydney, Deal or No Deal has completely eroded away the news to the point where Channel Seven News is consistently winning because of the Deal or No Deal lead-in. Who mm. watches Deal or No Deal? I- people from Sydney. Yeah, Ross, you watch Deal or No I Deal. I watch Deal or No well, Deal. What's on Channel Nine <laughs> at five thirty now? Uh, Price is right. It's still there. Yeah. Uh, they tried to can it, but, uh, and they were going to do Celebrity Squares, but it wasn't up in time, and so they extended Larry's contract. Not in Perth. In Perth, they've got Coronation Street. I have. Oh, that. really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what's, the, what's the attraction to Deal or No Deal? I have no idea. I, 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 I don't understand it. I, I just... It, it's... It's just, you know, they have these stupid people who stand up there and say, oh, I've got a strategy. <laughs> and it's randomly reading out numbers and then hoping that at the end you get some money or something. Yeah. I, 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 I don't understand it. Of course they have a strategy. Did it always have the car in it? I actually caught a bit of it. No, it's only recently had the car. That's one of the updates. That and what about and the, a multicolored board? 
the multicolored boards only recently. Oh, what, 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 tell us about oh, the multicolored. Yeah, because it was kind of golden brown and well, and yeah, it was all the one color, and I think people had trouble differentiating fifty cents from two hundred thousand dollars because they, so they made them <laughs> so they made them all different colors. Wouldn't the numbers have been a dead giveaway? You would think so, but we're talking deal or no deal players. Yes. Oh, and a special bonus briefcase with like the, the glittery dollar signs. Ah, uh, that's a special prize for the person who, uh, who, who, opens who, the who case. gets it. They because get, if they pick what they're going to open they get, on, Yeah, they get a they thousand. Get, unless it's a mega guess. Ooh, mega guess. And then they'll have to shake their case above their head. <laughs> <laughs> and then if they get that, that's worth $5,000. What do you mean they shake their head up? <laughs> Just say, check, check the case above their head. <laughs> this is for people who are watching on the web. <laughs> uh, they've, they've got all the cases in front of them, mm. and it said, ooh, mega guess. And because they all want to win the $5,000, yeah. they all put their case above their head and shake, ooh, me, me, oh, me. Oh, they're all jockeying for, for being chosen. Oh, they're not actually kind of shaking it and trying to figure out what's inside, <laughs> a la Christmas presents. <laughs> no, no, they're shaking it above their head. It's in, ooh, pick me, pick me. I want to win the $5,000. It's the dumbest it's a game show on boggle. television. <laughs> it's it's always funny though when somebody does win five thousand dollars from the mega guess and that ends up being considerably more than the person actually playing the games won. So what dictates that it's a mega guess? Is it like is it like dare double dare physical challenge kind of thing? <laughs> it's completely random. This this alarm like, noise this alarm noise goes off and then Andrew O'Keefe goes ooh mega guess bit and like the goes, whammy yeah. bit like the whammy just turning up yeah uh, we're yeah, gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna revisit. Andrew O'Keefe later on in the show. Oh, fantastic. Uh, right near the end of the show, I'm going to talk about Dragon's Den. Well, speaking about Burt Newton, as we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Meanwhile, back at Channel 10. Oh, uh, I forgot something. You get to yell out deal or no deal all the time. Deal. No deal. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly. Yeah, just randomly. And if you, you don't get asked. If you, just... cross your, if you cross your hands. Deal! <laughs> if you cross your hands, that then means no, no deal. deal. But if you do this... Means deal. <laughs> I'm making the money, the rubbing of yeah, the yeah, fingers yeah. money symbol for those who aren't watching on the web. Sorry, I knew that. But yeah. yeah, I didn't realise that other people would have no idea. The 10 News Sydney anchor Jessica Rowe and husband Peter Overton from 960 Minutes uh, reportedly continues to replace Bert Newton's Good Morning Australia in 2006. Um, it's likely to go two hours from 10am each weekday um, and would feature an expanded format. As, as Good Morning Australia? Uh, I, from the I, wording, it would seem no. Ah, oh, because I initially heard somebody say you can't do GMA without Bert. Somebody from Ten say that. Yeah, yeah. And in, in fact, it says to replace Bert Newton's Good Morning Australia. Right. Oh. It's it's a bit like um, baby baby face John Burgess, baby John Burgess. catchphrase Burgess catchphrase. Burgess yes. catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be. So uh, another similarly styled show to try and knock Kerry Ann off Bit the ratings. Chat. They're also uh, named as possibles for Channel 9's Today program. Um, it's not known if or when an official announcement will be made. Here's, uh, here's some news for people with the internet, which I'm guessing you all are. <laughs> Whoa. The, it's on computers, Brett. You... Basically, it's a. I've, it's, I've heard some of the kids talk about computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. a way to exchange information. Anyway, okay. uh, uh, Time Warner like talking. You like talking, but different. Uh, more, I'll explain it to you later. More porn. It's, I'll I'll throw you. A, <laughs> you like talking with more porn. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Time Warner will uh, or have announced will announce have announced probably have announced by this stage 
that it will make more than 100 old television series, including Falcon Crest, Kung Fu, and Welcome Back, Cotter, available for free in the first major archive of TV shows on the web. Freaking brilliant. Isn't Welcome that great? Welcome Back, is really cool. Is Kung Fu David Carradine? Yes. Nice too. So, Falcon's Crest, no. Falcon Crest had, had a huge, huge following. Was that the one that uh, Armstrong was in? I, was I don't that know. Dynasty? Um, Who Armstrong? Which Armstrong? Kerry. Duncan Armstrong. Kerry Armstrong. Dallas. Just as a guess. She was some sort of Eastern European countess, contessa. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I think it was Dallas. But I, who knows? Well, Falcon Crest aired uh, in Australia on uh, Saturday nights on Channel 7. And uh, and got quite a following there, and oh. uh, and got quite a following in the US. People oh, loved it. Oh, oh, what, what? what? I hope they put on Hill Street Blues. <laughs> is that is that a Warner is that a Warner Brothers show? Um, See, this is. I'm guessing that they're only going to have Warner Brothers shows, shows that they own. I've, I've got to say, since Channel Seven is showing Quincy Me twice a week, <laughs> there's a chance that Falcon Crest might come on at. I don't know, 7.30 in the evening. Well, <laughs> well, it, Since they're showing it, Headland uh, yeah. twice a week, I, I, I think there's a, a high chance they might just have a camera on a steaming pile of turd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but bless them for trying. <laughs> um, not many new shows this week, uh, so I thought I'd just slip the new show news uh, in, in with the news. Yep. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the Office Christmas specials, they're screening uh, this week, over two weeks. On the oh. first one screening this week, next one next week what on the ABC. Uh, Tuesday at some time. I think it's like 8.30, possibly. Check local guides. Yes, indeed. Um, for those who haven't seen the Office Christmas and specials, it's a fantastic end to the Office series. It's and the ABC yeah, hasn't screened those previously. The ABC hasn't screened them previously, no. Other bit of interesting news, the final CSI is on on Sunday night, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Hmm. Wait a minute. What do you mean the final CSI? Oh, uh, well, you know. Anyway. Let's talk more about that yeah, later on. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in Crap directed TV. By, directed by Quentin. Ah, well, that, that should be exciting. It's a two-parter, isn't it? Because he's... It is a two-parter. Yeah. His, uh, his ER episode was so obviously directed by Quentin Tarantino. Remember yeah. that? Remember that malarkey? While we're, on, uh, while we're on new shows, I've got some news about some new shows. Uh, just quickly, the WB Network, who started Buffy the Vampire Slayer and also Smallville. Okay, Warner Brothers? Yeah, but they, the, the network is called WB. Okay. Uh, that's in the States, obviously. Cable or Free-to-Wear? Free-to-Wear. It's their fifth... Free to wear channel mm. that uh, launched a, a, a while back. Yeah, good on them. Good on them. <laughs> they're uh, they, they're going to be uh, they're going to be doing a pilot for Aquaman, a series of Aquaman. <clears throat> Isn't it Aquaman? Not here. It's not a series of Aquaman. A series of, ah. of Aquaman, which I think is going to so be. So they won't have uh, Vinny Chase. No, no. Vinny Chase is uh, for, for those of you who haven't seen Entourage. Vinny Chase plays Aquaman, but not in uh, in this case. Uh, apparently he's made a guest appearance in Smallville and was quite popular. So they're going to uh, they're, they're going to try a pilot for that. Just uh, Fox uh, on the mention of Smallville, Channel Ten have bought that from Channel Nine. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll get mm. to see it. Mm. Mm, interesting. That, that would be great. Amongst a few others, all Channel Nine going to Channel Ten. Uh, other strange shows to uh, to be piloted. Fox are doing a pilot of a Terminator series. Called the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm. Oh, fantastic! So, with uh, obviously not the governor in the title role. No, no. Uh, 
there's, there's no Terminator in it at all. It's too early life. It's just it's just Sarah. Clinton. She's just working <laughs> the do, early do, years, doing whatever she's doing, pouring coffee. Yep. Uh, you and, bastard! This tip's not big enough. <laughs> and HBO are going to be doing a television series based on David. Well, along with David Cronenberg, on uh, Dead Ringers. Oh, really? So yeah, one of the most disturbing films ever made. It's going to become one of the most disturbing TV shows ever made. Excellent. Um, hey, there's some very good news. Yes. I haven't, haven't yet actually had it positively confirmed. Oh, we can confirm it for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> deal. The news is that... Uh, no deal! Channel 9 has sold the West Wing to the ABC and the ABC will show the series from the start. Without really? ads. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. From from the very start, from as in episode the, one? I think so. Really? Oh. I, that, wow. That just made my day today. That's, yeah. That is that is pretty exciting news. That'll be awesome. Has mm. uh, can you give us a source for that? Uh, Terry Television. Okay, I don't know who that is. Um, or Crikey. Oh okay. oh, okay, fantastic. So it's so it's still rumor, but yeah, but yeah, but uh, Channel Nine did have the big launch uh, party thing for two thousand six. Right, uh, just the other night. Well, I'll see if I can had, confirm that during the week. Where had, they, they, they mentioned everything that was coming on, on in 2006. West Wing was not mentioned at all. That, okay. that, well, that, that means nothing. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because but it backs I'm, up this. I'm sure, Smallville, I'm sure Smallville also wasn't mentioned, <laughs> but I doubt that's been sold to the ABC. No, it's been sold so, to Channel 10. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> uh, 22, <laughs> 20 to 1 continues to be a rating bonanza yes. for Channel second, 9. As second we, in Melbourne this week. Yep. As, uh, as predicted on Box Cutters a few weeks ago. Although that episode, I think they're kind of... They're, I, I'm sure it'll be back next year, but I think already they're stretching the premises a bit thin. This was uh, Icons, Idols and Inventions. Mm. Well, that's three things in one. Well, they're three I words, but like... How do you compare them? How yeah. do you compare Dame Edna Everidge to a Vegemite sandwich? Or John Howard to a... Two, Hills Hoist. Two, oh, to Half Flush Toilet. Half Flush Toilet, which we <laughs> mentioned before. But uh, I guess that's the whole point. People are watching it going, oh, John Howard's much better than a double flush toilet. And that's what's rating well. Really? For me? Line ball. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, Channel 9 shindig the other night, a Bells and Whistles network promo promo was shot last week featuring all the on-air talent including Bert Newton and yes even Ray Martin um, advertising agency w- JWT which has handed the network's estimated five million dollar advertising account earlier this year was also rumored to have a new corporate advertising ready to roll which takes us back to Channel 9's balls yes Yes. <clears throat> Senior sources said a big budget advertising campaign was booked months ago for October, but it's since been pulled. A claim Channel 9 denies. Uh, the network is now expected to keep the lid on any further changes until next year. So they'll have their balls in, at least until the end of the year. That's. Uh, well, you know, we look, we'll look forward to some changes in Channel 9. Why? Maybe they'll start showing Smallville. When are they going to show that? <laughs> why, why, why would the, the company who was supposed to be doing it say they were if they weren't? That makes no sense. Mm. So presumably you'd think it was true. So we were on the money. And uh, on the, we will continue to be. Box cutters on the money yet again. This, is, this uh, just happened in the States a couple of days ago. There was a, a conference of television 
producers, uh, reality television producers, and a bunch of writers stormed the conference <laughs> and protested. <laughs> now, it's not what we would think. It's not writers complaining that reality television is taking work away from them. These are reality television writers <laughs> who are complaining that... Uh, well, they call themselves reality storytellers and that they're treated as second-class citizens with no health insurance, no credit as writers. Well, as far as I'm concerned, they have no credit as writers. Yeah, come on. That was excellent. <laughs> come on. Some 1,200 reality storytellers, this is from Variety.com, writers and editors, are working in the TV biz but without the coverage, benefits or recognition of their peers in drama and sitcoms, the activists claimed. We have amassed vast amounts of overtime without being properly paid, and many have been denied Writers Guild health and pension benefits, not to mention they've never seen a dime in residuals. Even though much of reality TV <laughs> never does seen a have dime. Full stop. an afterlife in syndication, those people are scabs <laughs> and deserve whatever they get. Well, which people? Those, those people who write for reality television shows, I think all writers should boycott them and let them flail <laughs> in their own filth. Sorry, I may have editorialised a little bit in that news item. This is nothing I, against I the was, quality of your news yeah. item. But that's the worst news item I've ever heard. They stormed the building. They, yeah, they stormed the building. <laughs> Did they have placards? <laughs> no, but somebody did shout out. Uh, the, the host of the uh, the host of the con- conference was Cooper Anderson, or Anderson, no Anderson Cooper is his name, and he hosted the US version of the short-lived The Mole, the oh. amazing game, not so amazing in America. Mm. And uh, and one of the protesters called out, Anderson, I wrote your lines for The Mole. It was a lot of work. <laughs> I can imagine that them all running in and saying, We're the writers, we demand to be taken seriously and everybody just laughing. <laughs> you have no power here. <laughs> <laughs> For Australian football uh, followers, you might be interested to hear that a six-year free-to-air offer worth more than $400 million could prove the knockout punch for Channel 7 and Channel 10 working in concert uh, in the battle for the AFL broadcast rights. Andrew Dimitriou, who's the AFL chief executive, is believed to have told his commission over the past two days of the 7 and 10 offer, which the league has admitted privately contains the added attraction of vastly improved coverage into trouble spots. New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, I guess they have writing there. Well, yeah, yeah. New <laughs> um, South Wales, Queensland and Baghdad. <laughs> overall, uh, that would mean that the final figure should approach $700 million once the contribution of pay TV provider Foxtel is factored in. Oh, okay. I $700 think mil. That's a lot of money. I think, uh, I think it's because Channel 9 also have the rugby and, that's what, and they're committed to that in Sydney and Queensland on Friday nights. Yep. Uh, whereas Channel 7 and 10 obviously wouldn't be. And uh, and also Channel 9 have no commitment to the rugby in Melbourne at all. No, exactly. Des- despite the fact that Melbourne Storm keep getting into the finals. <laughs> Who the hell knows? I, I have no idea. Finishing off uh, the news, it looks like I might be getting a date. What? Yeah, this is, uh, this is a big news item. Lisa Loeb is newly single and is going to be doing a reality television show. Let's call it a documentary about... Her in the dating scene. Is the prize I, getting to screw Lisa Loeb? Uh, I, so it's I a game show. Sincerely hope so. Well, may, I think it's... You know what? This is one of those rare combinations of, of both. It's, uh, it's been called Number One Single 
which I think is a great <laughs> title. And, uh, and it will feature Loeb as she moves back to New York and starts dating again for the first time since college. This, this, is, this is Lisa Loeb, one hit wonder, had the song from Reality Bites, and that's pretty much it for her career. Yeah, and she's, uh, she's, well, she's been acting a fair bit and uh, do- doing a lot, of, uh, a lot of cartoon voiceover acting. <laughs> And writing, uh, writing for reality TV shows. Pro- yeah, probably doing some writing for reality TV shows. And also, uh, she made a, a short appearance in that excellent film, uh, House on Haunted Hill. Very short appearance. But anyway, I'm uh, heading off to New York next week. So, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let you know how that goes. And I think we're spent. That's the news. Give us a call on 1902 555 Uh no, Start again. 1902 Just throwing in another clue there. Didn't really go the way I was sort of hoping because I got my hands mixed up. Thanks, we've, Simon. We've got to get we've got to get him on as a guest. Oh, that's hot dogs. We've got to get him on. Simon Deering. Simon Deering. Sorry, hot my dog, mistake. Hot dogs was Big Brother. Right, up late, up late game show. Simon Deering. Exactly. Have you heard just quickly? Have you heard rumours about um, next year's Big Brother? Apparently, it'll be on because they're having open cattle call at um, my music bowl. Yes. I think in coming weeks, uh, but they're having trouble raising the equipment. Apparently, because uh, the Commonwealth Can't Games. Okay. Getting, oh. getting the equipment because apparently uh, every, thought there was something wrong with booms or cranes. <laughs> every piece of equipment pretty much is being used for the Commonwealth Games, and so they're not sure if they're going to be able to get Big Brother up at the same time. I thought I thought you were making an allusion to an ugly Dave Gray uh, advertisement. <laughs> I'm sure somebody having will get problem it up. raising equipment. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> hey, speaking of speaking of things in that vein, Brett, you've been watching Bloke's World. Uh yes, I've I've been watching a couple of things. We've got a a an emissive from uh, a listener who's been strangely silent this week um, about hey guys, have you had a look at Bloke's World? And none of us had, which well, is very surprising because yes. we are all so freaking blokey. Oh, <laughs> let me just stick my hand down my pants. Yeah, crack open a beer. So I decided to take one for the team. Thanks. I've I've also seen an, an episode of Bloke's World. I just couldn't bring myself to talk about it. <laughs> it's um, I'm not sure that we can actually call it TV. I, I guess it's programming, but it's not. It's it's a big ad. There are a hell of a lot of ads. It's it's segment after segment after segment that are different ads for different things. But they produce all of the ads, so it's not the standard ads that we see. No. Uh, for instance, there I, I saw a, a Victoria Bitter ad that uh, was in the vein of you can get it working, you can get it milking a cow, but it was it was more like the new ones where oh, Aussies love a good meat sandwich and stuff like that. Uh, but they had produced it and it had the guys from Blokes World in the ad, so there yep. aren't actually any ad breaks yep. in the show because they, it is all just ads and it's them doing ads. Yes. Whether it's for GMC, the form of which takes a uh, pole dancing competition and uh, then the best pole dancer takes out the prize of a piece of GMC um, hardware. With the GMC make power tools. Right. Ah, okay. Right. <laughs> not, not General Motors Corporation. It's not a car. <laughs> um, you know, it's like a circular saw or like really kind of obscure... Think, things tools. that you could make a pole with? 
No. Oh. No. Things so, that, so not things necessarily that you do an angle grinder? And, yeah, you could do an angle grinder. Yeah. Well, yeah. one thing I did like about Bloke's World, one thing that I found funny about Bloke's World was um, their push for an Olympic sport being the vertical pole. And I just thought that was a, a really nice take. I ain't sure. But the, the whole thing's just about pole dancing and selling stuff. And motocross. And oh, they've got and their special, their special kind of kind of salute thing where they they punch their left breast and then take their fist. They've just punched their left breast out to the right and do a little. Oh, so it's like a little salute. Oh, okay, yeah, a little, little yeah, yeah, like punch like the breast. Your and Roman then, centurion kind and of then salute. Rev, and then rev the yes, rev the, the bike. The hand motion of revving the bike. And they also have things like burnout of the week. Yep. Which is another really nice idea. So they, they've got some great blokey stuff. You, you, me, car park now, where they teach you a karate move. Yes. <laughs> See, there's some really clever stuff in it. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, basically, you, basically. you, me, car park now is hilarious. Like, it's just, it's a hilarious concept. And as far as right. funny concepts I'm per sure episode, they're doing a lot better than the Ronnie Johns half hour. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it's a show that portrays the complete stereotype of the male chauvinist pig. If you like titties and beer and motocross bikes jumping over ramps, this show's for you. You see, I've I've got to pull you up there and say, look, I'm not a big I'm not a big blokes bloke, but I I kind of think good on them. They made the show originally on Channel Thirty One. Yep, I, I kind of think you know they're they're doing what they want to do. Good on them. There's obviously there's obviously a market out there for them. Uh, I would suggest uh, clearly clearly it's winning the ratings if well. If they have ratings, hey, at that could time. I just point out, following the same logic, yep. apparently there's also a market out there for hot dogs. Talking <laughs> to losers on the phone, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's a little bit of crossover there. <laughs> and they only get 15 minutes in in the ratings uh, period on the Friday because it, it starts at 11:45. Yep, uh, and then goes into hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great double. I want to. I want to know how that hot dogs uh, show rates in NTWA, SA, QLD, TAS, VIC, NSW. <laughs> but we'll never know, Josh. We'll, we will never know. We'll never know. We've, we've got to have him on. All right, well, we've got to have him on the show. I reckon he'd be he'd be great to have as a guest. That's your mission. <laughs> My mission. Get us hot dogs. <laughs> I'll ring up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, someone called. Someone called. I think it's the easiest way to get through to him. <laughs> oh, well, while I'm on the topic of programs that are nothing but a big commercial, that that might preempt this a little bit too much. Um, I also had a look at Joker Poker. Oh yeah, I'm guessing, Brett. I'm just guessing. Is it like a big commercial? <laughs> it is like <laughs> just a big commercial. Um, yeah. I, it took me a while, but I actually figured out that, that they shoot it at this casino. It's called Star City, <laughs> I think. Oh, is it Keep Your Eyes Open for a Bargain, Star City? No, that's <laughs> no. Car City. Oh, okay. Those jingles no, get to your head, though. This is Star City. <laughs> and I am being a bit facetious. You cannot go for like more than 20 seconds without knowing that it's coming to you from Star City Casino, where apparently they have a Wild Turkey Lounge because that's their other sponsor, (laughs) Wild Turkey Bourbon. That's a good bourbon. Wild Turkey is a really good bourbon. Is it? Yeah. Well, that might be fine, but an hour of promotion of them with 
comics. They call them comics. Uh, yeah, I think well, that's com- very com- loosely, loosely termed. Com- comedians, because comics to me means you know things that you pay way too much money for and then have to put in plastic cases and uh, and in boxes away with pictures. You're talking words. about graphic novels. No, I'm talking about comics. Comics are like six, seven, eight bucks each now. It's crazy. Oh. I know. I can't this afford is, this, them. This is pictures on paper. Yeah, yeah. I heard the comedian was like the term gone. That, well, that I don't know who told you they're wrong. It was a comedian. Comedian. Well, or a comic. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> a comic <laughs> told me that. Batman. Batman told you. <laughs> um. Uh, Anyway, I've, comedians, I've seen a couple of, of uh, episodes. So, one, the, name me uh, some of the comedians from, who are on this show. <clears throat> Hamish and Andy. See, they're funny. Well, I see. I don't know if I agree there. But anyway. I would say that from the two and a half episodes that I've seen, they have been the funniest. Hamish. Hamish. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Who, was, who was actually just up in right. the wild turkey. Andy's such a passenger. Lounge for the, for the entire episode, making special comments. And, About... And, and Andy's play. Yep. Uh, Gab- Gabby Milgate, is that her name? <laughs> she used to be on one of those Channel 7 uh, comedy shows. Um, right. Yeah. Who's that Kiwi chick? Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, I just... I'd, I'd actually written all this I'd, up. I don't know. I'm was she in Wonderful Warriors? In. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I can't even think of her first name. Um, Fleety was in last week. Uh, oh really? Which Greg was, Fleet. Okay. Greg Fleet seems. Uh, anyway. He was the first one out. Mm. Well, and I, I know Michelle Laurie's been on it as Michelle well. Michelle Laurie was on it. Um, Russell Fletcher. Yeah. I've, I had never yeah. heard of Russell Fletcher. Okay. Well, Russell Fletcher does does a, a, a lot of comedy around town. I, I've I've seen quite a few episodes of it, and I haven't heard of maybe ninety percent of the supposed comics. Comedian, yeah, right, and they're not there I'd being love funny. It, if it was comics playing poker. <laughs> well, they're weird. not there being funny. They're they're playing poker, and they try and 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 make funny comments, but it's just really flat. I'm guessing very few of them knew how to play poker f- to begin with. I don't think anybody, any of them knew. And that's got to be the hardest, the hardest way to be funny to improvise whilst concentrating on something else and trying your best not to look like a dickhead. So doesn't that make the the complete Idea flawed. Well, well yeah, because in, in the States, hang on, I'll, I'll get back to you, because okay. in the States they have celebrity poker, mm-hmm. but these are celebrities who actually know how to play poker, play poker regularly, and then they have them on these celebrity shows for uh, to play for charity, yep. which is uh, a great idea. But then you've also got you know some celebrities like Ben Affleck and uh, Gabe Kaplan. From Welcome Back, Cotter, yeah. uh, who are big poker players and actually, you know, do get to. I mean, Gabe Kaplan was in the in the final of uh, World Poker Tour a, a few weeks ago, and uh, Ben Affleck got through to I think the third day of, mm. of a tournament recently. So, you know, they're doing well, and they're also appearing on Celebrity Poker. But these people have never played poker before. Well, I uh, I actually did a project with Adam Spencer last week. Uh, and so I was speaking to him last week. I haven't got onto Adam Spencer yet, but I'm going. Oh well, well, just in relation to the show, uh, I can't. I don't want to divulge too much because I wasn't spill, speaking spill. to him. I wasn't speaking to him in my capacity as a box cutter. Uh, just say it. Uh, but he gave me the impression. I've never spoken to anybody in my capacity <laughs> as a box cutter. And look at how much info I'm making. He gave me the impression that he was brought into the show very late. 
and that um, possibly he thought that the show had been put together a little too quickly um, because there's a rival poker celebrity poker show coming on so they just tried to they tried to put it all together they they shot four of these a night apparently which i'm i'm guessing is a is is a pretty grueling uh grueling way to do it but he and he also suggested uh he would have done it uh quite a different way so that's interesting most interesting thing though that he had to say about it was you know uh on josh you'll know from foxtel but you know on some of the other poker shows how they have the glass table mm-hmm. so you can see the cards or, or sometimes they have, a camera. have shown proper poker yeah sometimes they have a camera in in the table as well so as you flip up the cards the camera can see right where the cards are copyrighted they weren't allowed to use it for the show the glass oh, table really? the glass table unless they had to pay somebody a shitload of money so how do they get around that? How do because I've never seen the show. So how do we know that? How do we know what cards they've got? Oh, they do have to lift them. They okay. do lift them, yep. but the actual yep. glass table is copyrighted. Lipstick cameras. That's um, hilarious. Apparently, heaps of money in the tech. Strangely enough, today's green guide and and this me talking about this has has been on hold for like three weeks. Um, but the article in the green guide uh, talks about how much people are loving poker on TV. Talks about Joker poker. Talks about Fox. And uh, whatever that was, I can't think of the name of the um, the program. But they say that a lot of money goes into the tech um, just for lipstick cameras. Oh, are they expensive? Apparently so. Are these are these like uh, well, and, and ladies smart. are always <laughs> are these get smart type lipstick cameras where they can actually double as a lipstick <laughs> yeah, and yeah, no and, one actually and but a compact if you, phone. If you turn it around, <laughs> then you can actually direct billiard balls. <laughs> 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 um, I was going to try and find out how much that was. Can I ask you guys a question? What is anybody in their right mind thinking of putting Adam Spencer into anything at all? <laughs> anything. The guy is a freaking tool. The, oh, my God. I don't, go to, I don't go to Trot Fest anymore because of Adam Spencer. I can't stand him fucking shouting <laughs> into that freaking microphone up at Trot Fest. And it's just got worse. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, the, the guy's a smart-ass freaking know-it-all <laughs> Fleety was the first one off the table last week He had to go up to the Wild Turkey Lounge with Adam And, and they have some ex-champion that, that makes all the, the special comments Who, who <clears throat> I find to be the most interesting part of the show Yep, and, but just, just strategy-wise Very obviously, Fleety couldn't stand him either, either. Like <laughs> The tension in the room from one cat to the other was just massive uh, uh, I yeah yeah I I, uh, I I wanna I wanna hold off on on that particular. What is anybody th- thinking of putting him on anything? <laughs> well, from from this project that I did with him, he's last a cocksucker week. on on the glass house. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he seemed like a nice guy. From meeting him last week, I thought he was a nice guy. <laughs> and he did a good job with the video that we had him involved with. So <laughs> let's go to some uh, viewers' letters to box cutters. You read it? You're a godsend. Savior. No, I'm, I'm just the postman. The postman. The postman. The postman. The postman. You see, I thought that uh, promo <laughs> was supposed to shut that up, but he just kept going. He just he kept screaming during the. I especially made it 20 seconds long. So, you know, you could ask a question if you wanted to. Or, or scream through it. It's good you, to allow me to do So you're fine now? In with the good and with the bad. <laughs> what if I did the, 
Adam Spencer. And with box cutters, out with Adam Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Letters to Box Cutters. Uh, new segment. New segment. Well, you know, we've, we've done it for a while. We've done Letters to Box Cutters uh, for Never a while. Not as formally as this. No, well, this is the first time that we've had an, a, intro. A, an intro for it. And uh, this came to our, our letterbox a few weeks ago uh, from Raymond Johnson. I am Mr. Raymond Johnson, an investment banker with one of the apex <laughs> offshore banks in Isle of Man, British Isles. My colleagues and I have an urgent and confidential business that will guarantee great financial freedom for all parties involved. Deal. Is this Deal. an opportunity for the, the listeners? Well, this is no. This is only only a, a, an opportunity for for us. Okay, uh, it, it seems. Uh, but he goes on to say, this is simple. All we need is some of your details so that an attorney, it's got a capital A, so it must be true, <laughs> will prepare the necessary documents and affidavits which would put you in place as Mr. Phillips' next of kin. Mr. Phillips is mentioned before as somebody who's died without a will. We shall engage the services of an accredited attorney for the drafting and notarization of a will. It's all in caps. <laughs> then obtain the necessary documents and letters of probate administration in your favour for the transfer. The money would be shared in the ration of 70% for us and 30% for you. There is no risk at all, as the paperwork for this transaction will be done by the attorney. Is that the Nigerian attorney? No, no, no this is, uh, this is uh, an American diamond mine owner. Oh. Uh, who, who died in Nigeria? No, no. Uh, who who just died recently and uh, and his present uh, his value was uh, Can I six ask a million Can I ask British a pounds. We've we've got this new formal segment with an intro. <laughs> Why are we reading out four one five scams? Um, isn't this real? Because <laughs> I thought we could really cash in on this. Thirty percent of six million pounds. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no deal. No deal. No deal. All right. I spent three hours on that intro. <laughs> oh, well, I had one too. Oh, that was saying. the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that intro. No, that, yeah. <laughs> I, I had one too. So we don't box have box saying, uh, do we want some Viagra or uh, what other drugs are there? <laughs> Cialis. Cialis. Mm. Mm. Yes. Well, that's it. That's, uh, that's letters to box cutters for this week. That's the whole thing. If you want to send a letter to box cutters, or really, don't send us your spam. That's terrible. If you want to send a letter to box cutters, you can do so. Hooray at boxcutters.net. That's hooray at boxcutters.net. Hooray! <laughs> and, uh, and we will read them out on air and answer any questions that you have. Actually, a, a question was sent in during the week. Uh, that I probably should have printed out, but didn't. Mm. And uh, it was uh, mistakenly asking what Channel 10 are doing with the West Wing. But we answered that question earlier on, mm. which is nothing. They haven't it, bought it. Ch- Channel 9 had it. And, uh, they Channel made... 10 definitely haven't bought the West Wing no. from Channel 9. What about Smallville? We when are they re- showing we Smallville? We can break that one. Um, don't know. Uh, there's another one. Veronica something. Veronica, oh, Veronica Mars. Yes. Veronica Mars, which is a, a great... It's going to Channel uh, 10 too. Teen-based uh, uh, detective story, which is uh, you know, it's really cute. It's a really cute story. Okay, that's what I love about you, this show. You learn something every day. <laughs> this is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness. Box cutters, <laughs> stick it in the fire and eat it. <laughs> Ross, you've got some acronyms for us. DVD. It's an acronym. It is. You can uh, get a shot for that. <laughs> well, I just uh, Christmas is just around the corner, and don't we not hear enough of that phrase? 
What's Christmas? Exactly. Oh, sorry, Josh. <laughs> well, it's been like a month and a half since Coles have had Christmas decorations on their shelves. It's true. Richmond. It's true. And in the news, they were saying, you know, Christmas is just over a month away from November 1st. So <laughs> that's good to hear. You know what I love? Sorry. I, I just, what, what I love about Christmas uh, is that it means that two days later, Easter eggs are going to be back in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> I love Easter eggs. Uh, and of course, Christmas means a whole slew of uh, new television out on DVD to try and fill the fill the stockings. Uh, my understanding, quick history of it is, when DVDs were coming out, they thought that it would mostly be people wanting to buy movies, and nobody kind of saw the big boom that would be in selling old TV shows, and that's just gone through the roof. And so the TV networks have gone, "Hey, this is great!" And they're just releasing everything. And when I say everything, I mean Skywise. Pretty much everything. <laughs> um, Holiday Island. <laughs> so I was... Oh, cop te- Shop. Kegney and Lacey. I'm, cool. I'm sure, I'm sure. But I had a look and I just noticed... Simon and Simon. ...that they are releasing Series 2 of Just Shoot Me. And I have to say, never has a title so encapsulated the way a show makes me feel <laughs> than Just Shoot Me. And who, who on earth is buying this? Actually, I thought Just Shoot Me was better than Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? Yep. Actually, you know what? The first three seasons of Just Shoot Me is uh, is is not bad. That's mm. as far as I'll go. It's and, not and, bad. And you're a former David Spade fan, I seem to remember. I, I'm 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 a current former? David Spade fan. Oh, I'm yes. a fan. Yeah, I, you know. Dickie no, I never saw that. Dickie Roberts, former child star. Okay. Great film. Okay. I, you know, I, 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 I just remember you were a fan from his. Uh, Chris Farley, yeah, yeah, for, from the from the Chris Farley and the mm. and the SNL days. I okay. mean, David Spade is is hilarious, and I used, I mean, I used to watch Just Shoot Me because David Spade was in it, and he had all the best lines, and it was you know what the David Spade bits of uh, of Just Shoot Me was a great five minutes of television. I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was into SNL. That's a, it's Saturday Night Live. Oh. I don't know when they taped that show, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I, I I could never see the appeal of of it at all another one that's well, just well there goes my Christmas present for you <laughs> another one that's just been released that I really don't see the point of who's the boss <laughs> oh come on that, that, this was a show that was way ahead that's of its time that's just cheese value well way ahead of its time you know who, who really was the boss there was a female who had a job shock horror and a man doing the housework yeah, but the yes. but he could he could if he wanted to he could always smack her down. You can always tell that. That's the thing about Tony. Danza. So, so you're saying he was the boss? He looks like he could do it. He looks like he wouldn't blink. <laughs> smack down so, a woman. So you're saying he's the boss? No. <laughs> you know what? I, I want to know about who's the boss. Now, I'm going to do some research on this this week. We all know what's happened to Tony Danza. We all know what's happened to Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, but that's uh, the woman's name well, was uh, no idea. I've, I've forgotten no idea. her name just for the moment. Mm, didn't care. But, but she's you know she's doing she's doing telly movies. Tony Danza has his own talk show. For God's has sake, he? Alyssa Milano is on covers of magazines constantly. Uh, she, what happened? She to fake, faked porn. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> no, she was in real porn. Was she, she was she was a big a soft porn actress for a while there. Really, in, in between Charmed and uh, her early days on Who's the Boss, she was in lots of those. Uh, you know, kind of like... Uh, oh, Red Shoe t- Diaries. That, that sort of thing. Titney Vampire kind of movies. Oh, oh I'm a vampire. Here are my breasts. That Hooray! Kind of thing. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the little boy, mm. the son of Judith Light. That's her name. Judith Light's son. What, what's happened to him? 
I think which begs the question: What happened to the little white boy in Different Strokes who came in later on? Uh, yeah. I just think of them both because they both had those really bad bowl haircuts. <laughs> any any kid well on television has to have a bowl haircut. Yep. Elliot from Eight is Enough had if, a bowl, if, a bowl if, haircut. If they're, if they're white. The fat kid from Hey Dad didn't have a bowl haircut. Yeah, but he was fat and made up for it. Uh, but the, the DVD release has actually answered one of my questions, as in who is the boss, because both Alyssa Milano and the little kid, whatever his name is, are both wearing shirts saying, I'm the boss. Oh. So it's all, it's all understandable. But uh, this uh, made me think, and I wanted to ask you guys. Morgan Mindy, that'd be a great series. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually, it got me thinking, you know, who would buy these things? And I had a look at my own TV DVD collection. And I was wondering what you guys had or what you guys think would be worth getting. I myself have Futurama uh, Series 3, 4, and 5 of The Simpsons, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Arrested Development, The Muppets, uh, The Office, uh, Black Adder, and Twin Peaks, although Twin Peaks is on video in that lovely 10 video set that says, Welcome to Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice one. That's, that's one of the only nice things about that video set. Otherwise, it just deteriorates like videos. Ah, yeah, that's that's true. But they've only released the first series, the as first we were talking six, about before we went on air. So, but what uh, what DVDs do you guys have, and of TV? I've got uh, some Graham Norton. Really? <laughs> Why? It's a review copy. Oh. <laughs> I've uh, I've got uh, two series of Soap. Oh yeah, which is which is fantastic. Which has the horny grandmother from from uh, who's the boss? Who's the boss? Uh, she plays Jessica Tate. Mm. Uh, what I've got, I've got some of the ones that you mentioned. I've got Black Adder. I've, uh, uh, I've got, I've got some West Wing at home. I'm, all the Buffies. I'm, yeah, at I was going to guess Buffy and Angel. Uh, yeah, all the Angels as well, except for season five of Angel, uh, which I don't think has been released yet here. But don't okay. don't quote me on that. Uh, on the two box. seasons of Arrested Development. One season of Entourage. Uh, what else? There's Sopranos. Oh yeah, I've got Sopranos too. Lots of Sopranos. Uh, basically, I oh, and Twin Peaks and Deadwood. Okay. Uh, a lot of shows that I know for a fact I can watch over and over again and get something more from it every time. You see, because I'm sure there are people going, "Just shoot me, that's fantastic." Why would you have The Simpsons? That's on every night. Well, yeah. So, but you know, you have it without ads and without stuff cut out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is plus you get to have you know the episodes that you like and watch them when you want them, hmm. and uh, I've often gone back and just gone, oh, I'd really like to watch that particular episode of The Sopranos again. Yeah, uh, yeah. to to you know have a look at how they did this particular thing, and yeah. it's great. Plus, shows that you really love, hearing commentaries about them from people who are really dedicated to the shows, I think adds a lot to it. Yeah. A couple of interesting ones coming out for Christmas, though, as well as those uh, joke ones. Uh, Home and Away <laughs> are releasing Home and Away, The Romances. So that would be fantastic. <sighs> and for Curb Your Enthusiasm fans, which uh, hopefully some of the listeners out there are Curb Your Enthusiasm fans, because I know my two fellow box cutters aren't. No, I... Uh, series series three and series four of Curb Your, Th- uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm are coming out uh, together, which is interesting because Channel Nine have still yet to show uh, series four at all. Hmm. And that's hmm. it. Maybe Channel Ten will buy that one. Maybe they will. Maybe <clears> they will. They, well, you know, they do have a habit of that. They do. All right, we'll uh, be back with some crap TV. Cut. 
That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. Sorry, that was really clunky of me, wasn't it? That just really stunk. Thud. Let's go to a segment. <laughs> Brett, you've been watching some crap TV. Now, to, to explain once again, crap TV is about the networks really screwing over the viewers. Doing shit things. It's not about TV that is shit. No, because mm. we, we really talk about a lot of that. <laughs> we do already. Have this we is... come up with a better title for the segment? Uh, evidently you not. With it? <laughs> evidently we Impressive. haven't. Impressive. <laughs> we just called it crap TV. <laughs> Unless there's a surprise waiting that you guys haven't told me about. No. No. Oh. No, I'm, I'm w- was keep... I supposed to? Was that something I was meant to do during the week? I, we no, but there's so it. much confusion about it. There, there, yeah, it, it does. It does warrant a lot of explanation at the beginning of the segment. Ross. Gives us something to talk about because <laughs> <laughs> we're so starved for things to talk about. <laughs> Brett, you've been watching some crap TV. I haven't been watching some crap TV, but uh, I've been hearing about some crap TV that's uh, going to come up. And when I say crap TV, I don't mean bad TV, but bad yeah, things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And it's all Channel 9 this time. Wow. Uh, I think, not... is this Channel 9's first appearance? Yeah, the... well, let's clap him in. Oh, no, I'm not sure. Come on. We must have talked about West Wing. Well, when oh, are they going to show the rest of Small? <laughs> sopranos, uh, Six Feet Under. No, yeah. they've, they've yeah, done fine with true. The Sopranos. I, I have I have no complaints oh, with what oh, they've done. Oh, when was the last time what? we saw New Sopranos? Well, the last time there was a New Sopranos. What about when they said, oh, we're going to show season four, hooray, season four, and then shows a repeat of season three. Yep. Oh, yeah, sorry, there was that. I forgot about that. I blocked it out of my memory. Mm, that was quality. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there, there, there is no season six of The Sopranos yet. freaking saints. Um, but uh, there's, a whole, there's a whole raft of, of... I wasn't saying there were saints. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole raft of crap things that uh, Channel 9 are going to spring on the uh, viewers. Um, For instance, the season finale of Cold Case, uh, which is scheduled for Monday Just Gone. Mm -hmm. Um, So Cold Case finished up on Monday night. Uh, The season finale for CSI is scheduled for this Sunday coming. And uh, Without a Trace season finale is scheduled for next Wednesday. The problem is that uh, all of those seasons are actually finishing up their season finale with their second last episode in the series. So hang on, oh. hang on. Let, let me get this straight. Channel 9 is showing the second last episode of CSI, CSI Miami, Without a Trace. They're showing the uh, second last episode of C- CSI Guatemala. CSI Cold Case, Without a Trace. Uh, there's some others. CSI uh, Guantanamo Bay. The closer's going to finish with four episodes unaired. Oh, sounds like The Shield. Yeah, well, that's that's what Channel 10 did with The Shield. Uh, so, so, so why are they doing this, Brett? It's a programming change. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Channel 10 told you? That's what Channel 10 told me. Why has the program changed? Oh, well, it's a programming change. Well, thank you very much. I have no idea. I, I, um, it's pretty early. When does ratings actually finish up? Uh, oh, I think two I've, weeks from now. Really? Because everything's finishing this week. Everything. Well, what the hell's going on? I mean, on? everything. Are they trying to get out of? Uh, are they? Are they trying to through just working against the system by not having anything that's rateable after this week? Yeah, trying I, to push I, for a shorter rating season so that they don't have to spend as much money. Well, the rating season is st- still only ever going to be 40 weeks. That's Are how they trying to shorten it? 
They are shortening it. It's, well, it's next, starting a week later next year. Next year it's going to start a week later because of the uh, Commonwealth mm. Games. And uh, and then a lot of shows, uh, or maybe not because of the Commonwealth Games, but it's starting the same week as the Commonwealth Games. And then a lot of shows aren't going to start on other networks until after the Commonwealth Games because they think that nobody's going to be watching uh. anything except for sport because we love sport so much. The same Come on, thing it's with not the, the World Cup. Aren't they? Um, do they not? Are they not finishing with cliffhanger endings? Is is this a way to introduce a cliffhanger ending? Well, CSI crime, CSI crime scene investigation after the colon. That's CSI Las Vegas. <laughs> is but, it? Yeah, it is actually Las Vegas. I'm not making that one up. Um, season five, episode twenty four is Grave Danger Part One. This is the one that Quentin Tarantino's oh, yeah, yep. directed. Uh, that is the one that they're playing as the season finale. Then they'll open next season with part two of the same freaking episode. And is that not that how it's aired in the States? No. No. Right. It finished off with, with the double episode directed by Quentin Because usually, at the end of the usually series. series end with a cliffhanger, unless they've been lying to us all this time. <laughs> just just <laughs> always just playing the second last episode. And then, oh, um, no, that's it. I was reading some Devil's Advocate type of stuff this afternoon. Um Devil's Advocate, that was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't think where I was going to go. Uh, um, saying that uh, shows like CSI and Cold Case and with, uh, all those kind of medical cop things Crap. that we've got a thousand of, that it's not so much about the running storyline that they can be taken pretty much as... as Standalone episodes. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do that by alternating the weeks that they're new episodes and the weeks that they're repeats. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not they, sure that they, they would that actually Ross? build... <laughs> I'm not sure they'd actually build uh, cliffhangers into those types of series. Oh, series okay. Shows. Yeah. yeah, possibly that's true. Because people tune in week after week just to see David Caruso take off his sunglasses. <laughs> yes. But but presumably by doing this, for example, the uh, one that Quentin Tarantino's directed, I believe somebody gets buried alive, presumably... Uh, presumably that would make that a cliffhanger by splitting the episode in half. Mm. No, it would make it a live burial. A cliffhanger is if someone's <laughs> hanging off a cliff. And perhaps... That is some crap TV, Brett. It is. It is. It's very oh, and it, it, it allows them to use the Tarantino name twice to promote. That's true. And kind That's of, true. You know, coming in February, we'll have the Tarantino the Tarantino show. episode. Yeah. But you may have forgotten what happened in the last episode, so we'll have to yeah. show that On course again. Screening. Uh, just quickly, Crap TV. Have, have we finished with that, yep. by the way? Uh, Pimp My Ride. What the hell happened to Pimp My Ride? What, has it gone already? It's gone already. Right. But after one episode. After one episode. And it, it is gone from both the Green Guide and the Guide in the Herald Sun, which is too early that if it got canned. So I was wondering whether Channel 10 have decided, let's put one episode to air, see how it goes, and well, maybe bring it back next year. That's, or over summer. That's possible. Or over summer. Do you want to get your contacts at Channel 10 yeah, to yeah, check I'll, it out? Yeah, uh, I'll... I'll check that one out. They'll, they'll just tell me it was a programming change. <laughs> so that and, was eight thirty last Friday. That was eight thirty last Friday. Which is a movie, a movie, mm, movie. Uh, Superman three, center stage. Because all of the Superman three, Superman movies, right at the end of the rating seasons. It's like yeah, it yeah, goes yeah. back forever. It's it's an Australian television tradition. I'm, I'm sure that all the people we haven't uh, seen Blues Brothers yet, have we? No. That's got to be coming up. I'm, I'm sure that all the people who want to see Pimp My Ride, all those people who think they're suburbanite gangsters, will love to see a movie about dancing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. No, uh, no, no, no. 
no, no, stage. sorry, it's a centre stage. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crap TV for this week on Box Cutters. G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guys' show, love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show, and like, sometimes if I we do, they James make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. You That's right, Ross. <laughs> we didn't get James. We didn't get James to do a promo. I thought the uh, I thought all the listeners out there might want to know that we, we didn't get James to do a promo. There Actually, will be... I brought that up over the week off air <laughs> <laughs> already. But as Josh said, we can speak to him again. Yeah, because he's our we, friend. We know where he lives. <laughs> oh, what I didn't get to say, <laughs> Joker Poker, Russell Fletcher. Oh, Where's that? No, Russell Fletcher was the winner last week. Yes, um, you know the line. What happened? Which was from uh, that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, about the... Um, the the Christ- dogs? The Christopher Guest film. No, it was the Christopher Guest one. Yeah, About... Was... No, no, no. Uh, a Mighty what? Wind. Oh, Mighty Wind. Mighty it was Wind. from A Mighty Wind. Yeah, the, the commentator who was a comic and... Or thought no, he was funny. He, 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 and he so, is, what happened? He is the commentator in... Best in show, yep. but he plays the band's, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, band's yeah. former manager who was a child star whose tagline was, What, what happened? happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Russell Fletcher won uh, Joker Poker and knocked out two people at once. And, and he was just, What happened? What happened? And then the guy from the casino came up with the case of money and, and he turns around, What happened? But he's Asian. I oh. thought that that was particularly insensitive. <laughs> oh. You, know, you know, know the other thing about Joker Poker is, I think I mentioned this uh, in a previous episode, but they really try and cram it all in towards the end. Like, it, 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 it hasn't finished. There's no kind of, oh, we're getting to the end of Joker Poker, uh, but they just try and cram as much. Oh, now we're going to all bet the hand because the episode has to be over. Yeah, yeah. even though they cut out stuff. Yeah. Brett, can you play another card? Oh, I can. Do you want a long one? Have you no, got a question? I, just, I just want a short one. What's the value? Oh. What happened? What happened? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean Brett. Can you screw up the show? I think uh, I don't think we can blame Brett for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have a hand in that one tonight. <laughs> Do you want something longer? No, just something short. Just. <laughs> Box Cutters. Coming up later in Box Cutters, there's me talking about Dragon's Den, which is <laughs> happening now. I saw Dragon's Den during the week. Seamless. Thanks. <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> All right. When, saw, when are we starting to tape? <laughs> I saw Dragon's Den during the week. Yep. And uh, this is a, a new show that Channel 7 have started. And... I didn't really understand the concept of it. Well, it is an Andrew O'Keefe show. No deal, I say, to Dragon's Den. <laughs> yeah, but not like he's made it. Not like he's a creator or producer or anything. No, it's no, just no. been brought into... No, just, no, no. But, but, but I think they think any shows don't make sense. Oh, <laughs> we'll just shove Andrew <laughs> O'Keefe Andrew onto it. Well, this one makes sense. Like, it's, it's not a bad idea. It's a, it's a commercial television version of The New Inventors. So somebody goes with a great idea for product or a business that they've that they've started they've already invested some money in they can show some profits uh there's a panel of six investors who they call the dragons for no good reason except maybe they all wanted to be in a gang i don't know uh and that includes simon reynolds 
uh, and is that Simon? Simon Reynolds yeah. and five other people you've never heard of in your life, uh, but they all have quite a lot of money. And the people pitch their idea to them and say, okay, now what I need is, say, $50,000. And for $50,000, you'll get 15% of my company. Bank. And, uh, and no, no deal. And, <laughs> and, they'll, uh, and then the, the dragons, who aren't even wearing matching jackets, so it couldn't be a gang thing. Oh, I thought but, they were dressed like dragons. No. Dragon no, that, outfits. No, ah. But maybe they're all members of the clan. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they are... Uh, they say, well, how about for that amount of money we get 53% of the business? No and deal. So, right? And so then it's, it's negotiations and either they get a deal or they don't get a deal at, uh, at the end of the show. And there's about three or four people who you, who you see go and pitch up against these guys. It would be really interesting because it's, a, it's people who know about business talking to people who've just gotten into business about how to make their business better and how to deal with negotiations. It's a great idea, except that Andrew O'Keefe does a voiceover that tells us everything that has happened just a moment previously. So, say somebody will say, uh, so, and you get 15% uh, for $50,000, and uh, Simon will say, well, that's a lot of money for, uh, for such, such a little, little amount compared to, to you know, what your profits are, are showing. And then Andrew O'Keefe will go, he asked for fifteen percent of his of his company, but Simon thinks that's not enough of a share. And then it'll just go back into the. Into the it's just ridiculous. It's it's really for. It, it must either be for really really stupid people. Deal or no deal fans. It's for deal or no deal fans. And then at the end of it, or oh, 20 to one fans. Andrew like. O'Keefe will. Uh, will talk to them backstage and either go congratulations or commiserations. And he just comes across as the biggest cockhead in the <laughs> world. Oh, my God. I've, you know what? Like, on Deal or No Deal, he works really hard. And I was quite impressed with how he, how he handles that because that's got to be a hard show to, to, to host because nothing happens in it. But in this, he just comes across as the biggest tool in the world. Huge. So you're talking about voiceover. Tool. Is he actually on? Is only on camera when they're coming out? Yeah, he's only on camera when they're coming out. Uh, otherwise, he's doing a voiceover, and, and it's bullshit. Is the whole show self-contained, or do they go away and then come back after they've done no, a bit more work? It's entirely or? self-contained. Really? Does he do it like oh. a, a, a a billiards or snooker tournament <laughs> kind of voiceover? No, no, it just and it cuts in. the plan. <laughs> in over the top they could be talking about really interesting stuff but he'll just go he wanted fifty thousand dollars <laughs> and then that's it that's all he'll say that sounds like tony squires on channel seven's retrospective 50 years oh uh, yeah it does too it does it's, too. Well, it, this has channel seven all over is it. this stinker is this something that they bought from a, an international company i don't know I, you know what? I didn't stay for the credits. I watched the whole episode, but I didn't stay for the okay, credits. Okay, because I'm, I'm just guessing that that might be the format that it's got overseas, and maybe they're just figuring they've got to copy the same format. I don't know. That's just as a, as a guess. Possibly. But you know what? So, they should at least dress like clan members if that's who they're going to be. <laughs> so it's not episodic. It's it's just one person in yeah, like, and out. So, like the so, new inventors. So if they get to the end of their time, do they keep somebody hanging and then come back to them the next week? No. Like a millionaire? No, they don't. But they do do that over adverts, though. Okay. But yeah, it's just like the new inventors yeah. with money yeah. and cockheads. Yeah, and and three extra judges. Yeah, um, again, but it's 
but it's all financial based. What's uh, what's with Australian TV and presenters? We have no presenters. Andrew O'Keefe is being held up as the next big thing, obviously, for Channel Seven. Well, and he has been for a while because they got him to co-host the Logies. Logies. And You've got, if it's on Channel 9, it's Eddie Maguire, which is just fantastic. And Channel 10 have got Rove, and that's about it. Well, Channel, Channel 9 7 just... has got the retread of Daryl Summers. Yeah. Exactly. And <laughs> My point exactly. I don't know. They, maybe maybe I mean, that's I the mean, drought that everybody's been a, talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's a dearth of good presenters out there. It's sure. terrible. Anyway, that's, that's me talking about Dragon's Den. Let's uh, finish this puppy. Okay, question three. Which can I... All these going to be about war. No. i got loads of... i got one on tennis, one on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea? Box. <laughs> it's the puppy. Uh, it's the box cutters quiz. Uh, the answer to last week's quiz. No one, no one got it. Now, who asked the question? I, don't, I, don't I can't remember I don't, who did. I don't remember anyone asking the question. I, I, yeah, I think we did. I we'll don't have to listen back to the show. But I, thought I think we, it might have been Russ. I th- yeah, I think it was me who asked. The question it. But was... But it came up over the program. It came up over the program, and I said, uh, as we'll I usually do, that. <laughs> that's going to be the quiz question. Uh, and the answer was... The, the question bugs, was? The question was, uh, what was Bert Newton's last show on Channel 9 before he was axed? And the answer was The Bugs Bunny Show, co-hosted <laughs> with Sophie Lee. Yeah, but no. No? No. 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 And in fact, it was, it was uh, with Tony Pieran. Oh, <laughs> was it Tony? Because uh, didn't, um, what's her name do it as well? The one who's on Fat Celebrities at the moment? <laughs> Jackie O. No, 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 no. Ah, uh, never mind. Keep going. Uh, uh, no, it no. wasn't any of those. Um, I had to actually figure it out over the week. Um, and and came across some stuff that we'd all forgotten about. His last show on Channel Nine was uh, tonight with Bert Newton. Okay, um, and that was just before uh, he he succumbed to a gambling addiction. Right, and your source for that is uh, Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, let's you know blame Wikipedia for that. This week's quiz questions. Have we got a question? Got to get out. I'm I'm dry. Let's leave the quiz for this. Okay, week, no quiz this week. Absolutely no quiz. Email your answers to gimme <laughs> at boxcutters.net. That's been Boxcutters for another week. Uh, next week, great. next week we're going to have a big show. I've got some big guests lined up. Hot Let's dogs. hope. Yes. Hot dogs? Let's hope they turn out not hot dogs. But Andrew we'll, O'Keefe. We'll try him for <laughs> a, a couple we'll of weeks. Right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but, but <laughs> pretend yeah, like meant, meant to be big guests. Yep. Big guests next week. That's Box Cutters for another week. I'm Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I will continue to be Brett Cropley and uh, catch us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there.